You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads Agency. Hey everyone, Regina here with Solutions 8 and Starter PPC. Uh, I wanted to show you guys a new strategy that we've been working with for maybe about two months, and um, it's proving to have quite a bit of success. Uh, so it, it came about because we were working with a client who had a lot of products and a small amount of budget. I'm talking under $5,000 and like, you know, a feed full of products a few hundred products, maybe a thousand, for example, we can go and look uh, together. <laughs> but so if you're working with, if you're working with a lot of budgets and a, sorry, a lot of products and a small amount of budget, uh, this strategy is for you. And uh, because I uh, manage, manage a team here, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the head of Starter PPC, we're always working with small budgets, right? Because Starter PPC, we work with anyone who has a budget that is $5,000 or less. So um, we um, often end up working with e-commerce companies that have 500, 1,000, maybe even 2,000 or 3,000 products. And what happens is the algorithm kind of focuses in on uh, a couple of the products. And we think that happens because it kind of, you know, spends some money here, spends some money there. Oh, sees that one of them converts. And then it kind of leans into that skew. Whether that skew ever converts again or not, uh, it has kind of like become familiar with that product. And um, it, it becomes, uh, it's not willing to experiment um, on its own, right? Uh, it tries to optimize. Optimization means it finds something that it knows. It learns about that product. It learns where to sell it, how to sell it, when to sell it, who to sell it to, what placement to put it in, etc. cetera. Um, and then it tries to get you the best return for your dollar on that product. Well, what if, what if you think that selling another product would be better. Now you might have a lot of reasons for this, right? You might say, well, I have all these products over here with a really high profit margin. And when they sell, I make double the dollars that I make when I sell these products over here. So I really wish the, the algorithm would focus on these products, right? Or it could be an inventory thing. Maybe it's like, oh my gosh, I have so many products from last season. I really have to get rid of them. I just wanna push them, see what I can get for it, you know. Um, there are, there are quite a lot of reasons actually that, that you might wanna lean into another product. It could also be a strategic move. Uh, maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, the way my products work is I have these products that are kind of introductory level products, but then I'd like to upsell people to these products. Um, so I just know that these are the products that are gonna bring people in. I want the algorithm to focus on these, but right now it's trying to sell these, you know, trying to sell these products that people aren't looking for. Those are upsell products. So sometimes it's structured like that. Sometimes it's actually the opposite, right? Sometimes you're like, I really want to lean into these upsell products, right? These are the high priced products. I would really like to find uh, people that are going to buy these because these tend to sell to more high end clients. And not only do I make more on each sale, but I also, um, I, you know, I also get more high end uh, not clients, but customers who then end up buying two or three things or, you know, the, it increases my lifetime value. So there's a lot of reasons why you might choose to try to get the algorithm to lean into some products that it's currently not leaning into. Okay. All of that 
because I wanted to show you this strategy that we came up with. In the past, um, whenever we wanted to lean into some products, it was tough because we used to try to split the shopping campaign into two, which when you get into higher budgets, that's entirely possible, right? Because you have like a big shopping budget. You can split your campaigns into two or three or seven, and you can manipulate the, the budgets between campaigns. When you're very budget restricted and your daily spend is barely enough to get like three to five clicks a day or something like that, um, you don't want to split your budgets because when the algorithm doesn't have enough daily spend um, to, to get a, a frequency of conversions in each campaign, uh, it struggles. It Basically, it gets a conversion, it waits a month, it loses, uh, it loses track of who's been looking, who's in the market, where, you know, the data that it got from that one conversion weeks ago got old. So it just becomes really difficult to get anything to sort of build momentum when you're really budget restricted. So I don't recommend splitting into two campaigns. What I, what I do recommend is this. Okay, so... Um, what we've done in this account is we've set up a standard shopping campaign. Now you might say, oh wait, but what about Pmax? You can run Pmax side by side with standard shopping. Um, that, that's for a whole nother video on a whole nother day, but sometimes standard shopping can feed Pmax. And that's actually something we're considering doing someday in this account when we have a little more budget. Right now, we didn't want to have two shopping campaigns. Again, we wanted, you know, as you can see, there's only $60 a day in here. We just, we don't want to go any, any lower than $60 a day. These are relatively expensive products. So um, the cost per click is, let's see. Oh, well, the average is only $1.24. But still, we don't feel the need to set up Pmax side by side with standard shopping. Now, for this strategy, you have to use standard shopping. And it's because Pmax doesn't have the ability to do what I'm about to show you. So I went into the standard shopping campaign and I'm going to click over to ad groups. And what you can see here is we've split the campaigns down the middle um, into two ad groups. One is the ones that are the highest profit margin and one that is the lowest profit margin products, right? So just split them into two ad groups down the middle. You can do this by adding um, like a custom label in the feed. So we have custom label A, custom label B. Um, what this allows us to do is it allows us to manipulate the bidding strategy separate on one category versus the other in order to try to focus the algorithm in one direction. So you can see here that the high profit margins have a target ROAS of only 20% and the low profit margin products have a target ROAS that is double. Okay, now it doesn't really matter what these numbers are. You could set these to 80 and 160. Um, you could set them even higher if you want. Although we have found that setting a low target ROAS in standard shopping can be really beneficial. Um, if you make it too restrictive, right? The higher the target ROAS, the more restricted the campaign is. Because it, for example, let's say you say, I want a 300% ROAS. So you set your target ROAS to 300. Well, now the algorithm can't do anything unless it thinks it's going to get a 3x return. 
um, that might work for a few days. And then the algorithm might say, oh, no, this I'm not able to get this three extra turns. So what often happens is it stops spending um, or it just starts ignoring your target ROAS goal, which don't ask me. I don't know why the algorithm does that. I would hope I would wish that it would just restrict the spend if it can't get you a three X return, but Google wants money. So um, what we do is we set a low target ROAS, but we're setting um, one that's less restrictive in the high profit margin because we want the algorithm to be free to spend more in there. Now you might say, well, wait a second. The second I start spending more money um, in an ad in one ad group with all my more expensive products aren't isn't my row isn't my row is going to go down in the account right like aren't i going to get a lower return because this ad group is full of all the competitive products all the ones that are high priced um they cost a lot per click the conversion rate is lower so i'm going to get a lower return on these ones this is this is true at least temporarily right so the this is a strategy to manipulate the algorithm's focus and get it to familiarize itself with your favorite products over the long term. I don't think it's going to bring you instant success with ROAS, right? Anytime you're shifting the algorithm's focus to new stuff that it's unfamiliar with, you're going to temporarily lower the ROAS. So I don't recommend doing this in an extreme way. For example, if you're setting this up, just set up you know, 30% here, 30% here, and then slowly lower it by 5% each week until you get it to where you want it to be, that type of thing. But what you can see, the results that we're getting here, we've been running this since uh, mid-November, actually, and slowly manipulating the bids over time. And over time, more and more and more budget is spent on these high profit margin products. We're not making a hard cut and saying, hey, algorithm, you can't spend money on the low margin products, right? Because that's restrictive. That takes the budget and splits it in half. Instead, what we're doing is we're saying you can do whatever you want, but, um, you know, you need to get us double the return over here if you're going to spend money. And sure enough, it is getting a higher return, right? So the, the lower profit margin, we've told it to get a higher return. It's got to spend less money doing that, but it is going to get a higher return. Over here, it's going to spend more money and it's going to get a lower return. Don't let this sway you, right? Don't let the ROAS between the two ad groups sway you. If you want to sell these products because you know it's better for your bottom line in your business, do that. If you're spending 10K here, of course the ROAS is going to be lower than if you're spending $2,000 here, you're going to have a higher ROAS. Surprisingly, it's not double, right? The, the lower profit margin has a, a target ROAS that's double and it's spent less than half of the lower of the higher profit margins. And yet it's not getting double the ROAS. So clearly uh, uh, it can't, this grouping of products can't take as much money um, as this grouping of products and still be profitable. Yeah, I think, I think I've just about covered everything. So, uh, Again, this is a long-term strategy. Um, you know, sometimes you have to kind of uh, 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 slowly manipulate the algorithm over time and cross your fingers that two months from now, you're going to be able to um, create a healthy algorithm. Uh, 
rather than focusing on, oh my God, I need that high return tomorrow, right? Because if you're always trying to chase that high return tomorrow, you're just going to set a target ROAS that's high. And guess what? Your algorithm is going to atrophy. So you have to let it learn, set those low target ROAS goals in your smart, in your standard shopping campaign. Um, you have to um, slowly manipulate it over time with bids rather than pushing budget into these products or pushing budget into those products. Um, so this is a strategy that has worked for us. Uh, give it a try. Hope it works for you. Um, if you if you are working with budgets that are less than 5K, uh, check out starterppc.com. The link is in the description below. Um, we'll run ads for almost anyone, almost any type of business. And we have a very affordable monthly rate that I think is less than half what Solutions 8 charges. And yet we still work on the Solutions 8 team. We're all the same people. We work together. Um, the difference is that at Starter PPC, we don't do any meetings. So we will send you videos. We will communicate with you via support ticket. Um, but there's no meetings. And that's how we can keep it um, affordable for entry-level business owners. So check us out. Hope to work with you soon. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.